What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Anthro Alert podcast, which is the recording of our live show, Anthro Alert. You can now listen at your leisure and at your convenience. If you're new here on Anthro Alert, this is where Renee and I, your hosts, and sometimes a guest, analyze, break down, and discuss different topics each week anthropologically. Enjoy. And welcome to uh, another hour of Anthro Alert here on... WUSF 89.7 HD3 Tampa, 1620 AM on campus and streaming worldwide at TuneIn.com and on the TuneIn app. My name is Renee. And I'm Spencer. And we are your hosts for uh, every week of Anthro Alert um, for the past year or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, today's actually going to be our very last live show. Yes. So sad. Yeah, and we, we just wanted to have um, a final closeout reflection. What did we think about the show um, to kind of to kind of close it out? And so that's what we're doing today. Mm. And that's why we're starting a little uh, later than usual. I think um, 20, 2.0 something rather than our, our standard acquired two. Yes. Um, but it's also raining here, and that's, that's another reason we had to take our time to get started. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you never know what that rain's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it it uh, could potentially uh, affect some of the radio frequencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, it can like take the lights out and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's happened several times at our apartment complex. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I got home to my apartment. I, let me move this. I got home to my apartment um, just a couple of days ago, and I noticed the power was out. Oh really? Yeah, and there was a uh, an electric company truck mm. sitting right up front, just. Hanging out, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for something just, to do. <laughs> just waiting for something to do, and um, but it was interesting because as soon as I as soon as I walked in, I think the power came back on. Oh, that's really convenient. It's Dirt. usually the opposite for me. Oh yeah, when you, it's it's on, and then as soon as you get home, it just shuts off. Yeah, I've had that happen to me before. It was it was crazy. It like, well, it's, it's a problem in Florida because it, it's so hot. Yeah. That's you, especially now. And you need, yeah, and you need the electricity to work to run the air conditioning. Yeah. Because otherwise, the, I mean, these these modern-day dwellings, they're not built for heat. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Unless you have some central air. Yeah. It gets very warm. You can open a window. That's not going to do anything. No, it's not. Because they're insulated, right? So, like, yeah. it just keeps the heat in there and you yeah. just bake like an oven. Yeah. Thanks to air conditioning, I think we've moved away from passive cooling. Yeah. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a thing, though. I'm sure it does. All right. Um, all right. So this show is this is Anthro Alert. This is a show about anthropology and why it matters. Uh, and on this particular show, we're just going to uh, reflect on that a little bit. Yeah. No guests this week. No guests. Um, I don't think so. We, we might have somebody join us, but I don't know. Oh, okay. It, who, who knows who happens to wander into the uh, across the window here? Perhaps a, a guest host yeah. of sorts. We'll see. Um. But uh, yeah, so so we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick music break. We're gonna mm-hmm. play a portion of some song. Um, we're gonna play a portion of some song, and then um, come back and and we'll continue to reflect on the reality of truth. Yep. So okay. stay tuned for that. All right. So keep it locked on uh, on Bulls Radio. And we're back to Anthro Alert here on WSF Bulls Radio, 89.7 HD3 Tampa. Um, and this is uh, Anthro Alert. 
I think I said that. This is Anthro Alerts. This is a show by Anthropology and Why It Matters. And on our last show today, we are attempting to reflect on our experience here on the show and, and on the show itself and mm. its its role within the the realm of of public anthropology or or applied anthropology. Yeah. Or just anthropology. Yeah. yeah. Or rather or. Sp- specifically uh, archaeology. <laughs> yeah. Which which is what I it think we did the most we did the most, I guess, public media. Yeah, we could archaeology. We could have renamed the show um Archaeology in Action. That sounds like a real thing, though. Yeah, it is. That's one of the things that the department does. Is it really? Yeah, it's one of the programs they do, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, so, I mean, it fits, right? It makes sense. It's it's not trademarked, is it? I don't think so. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So, so Spencer, what, uh, let me ask you, what what did you like most from working on the show and, and hosting the show for this this? these past several uh, months or year or so? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I think I, I liked, so, like, several aspects of the show. Um, I mean, I like being here every Friday, like being in the studio. Um, I just like the environment. makes me feel important. Yeah, so, so <laughs> right, right. What did you do last week? I mean, what did you do from 2 to 4? I worked on my thesis. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. but, but that's a good alternative, right? Yeah, yeah. Try, trying to use my, my time wisely this summer. But I think in general on this show, I like the experience of talking to others in the department that I don't necessarily get to see very often. Yeah. Um, or that I've never even met in general. Like, there are several PhD students that this was the first time ever that I'd met them. Um, yeah. Or, you know, al- alumni. Um so I, I think I like that aspect, sort of the the, the networking aspect of it, um, just learning what people do and um, you know how they've applied their education, um, either inside or outside of the, of the department. Yeah, I agree, and I would I would echo that in saying that although um, I've I've met like just a whole bunch of people in the department here at USF mm. in my in my copious years as a master's student. Mm. Um, I I didn't necessarily, and I've had conversations with a lot of people, but but I I haven't necessarily had conversations I- in such depth mm. about mm. the work that they do or the or the stuff that they're interested in as yeah. far as anthropology goes, mm. and and totally like you say, you know, or like you said, it, it's been great for me to have those conversations and just really just learn more about what happens for people with anthropology. Yeah. Um, especially as far as some of the faculty goes. Um, also because, it, you know, for me, I think many of the faculty are kind of intimidating. Yeah. That's, and that's my perspective. I yeah. don't necessarily think they try to intimidate. Right. It's just, that's just how I see those roles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and oftentimes, he, you know, the, m- some of the interviews, many of the interviews here were, were, uh, were kind of stressful for me. Oh yeah, just because it's like it's just a right. weird dynamic, right? Well, like I get I, to interview somebody on the radio, like not not intimidating. I guess we should clarify, not intimidating physically, but like intellectually, right? Is that what you mean? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as for, far yeah. as like, I don't know. Do you, like, no, no, I, no, I don't. I'm like not physically intimidated by. Me. Right, right, right. Person. But like, you know, int- yeah. I mean, that's true because like when we're interviewing them, we have to. I guess not sound like we know what we're talking about, but but, but, but at least to, at least to not sound. Um, Ask or, or, intelligent questions, yeah, or, or, or not come off as, as completely just 
incompetent at right. ho- at hosting a radio show. And then they're just like, "What have you been doing in an apartment for the past yeah. two years? Yeah. <laughs> You've learned nothing." Yeah. So, so in that yeah. sense, yeah, it was it was kind of like a stressful experience. Yeah, a little bit. But I had that a few times, especially at the beginning. Yeah, but I think that was more because we were trying to figure out what we were doing here. Yeah. And uh, on and, top of and being like live on the radio. Well, yeah, that too. So like trying, like being live and trying to figure out what kind of a host style we had, like yeah, you know, trying to figure all that out, what the dynamic was. I think we figured it out. I think we did. <laughs> and 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 also knowing whether or not I, I need to get ready to hit that dump button or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which um, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that's that's for, yeah. For me, that was totally the best part of it was really getting to have these conversations with a bunch of people in the department who. I normally would not have spoken to, yeah. and and uh, not because, not because I wouldn't want to speak with anybody mm-hmm. else. It's just, it's it's. There's not a whole lot of time for that. I think we had. Did we have most of the faculty? We had at time? least half. I think. Yeah, I don't think we didn't have everyone. No, but we did have a good portion. We had at least half. Yeah. But, well, we had a good number. I, yeah, I don't know. All the archaeologists. <laughs> we had like most of archaeology. Yeah, and the forensics people. Um, not very many cultural people. Dr. Hemelgreen was here. Dr. Dr. Zar- Zarger. Dr. Zarger. Dr. Um, Lindy. Dr. Lindy. Well, he's medical. Yeah. Well, that's. I guess that's cultural. I think he's m- more cultural than biological, though. Maybe not. I don't know. Nero, I guess, floats in between. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not sure what he identifies as. Um, but, but I think we hit, like, almost all aspects of anthropology here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Bear. Dr. Bear. Maybe not so much any of the linguistic part of anthropology. But that's just not a focus of the department anyway. Yeah, we only have one person that does linguistic-type stuff here. Yeah. That's um, Dr. Dubell. But our... our, uh, our, our Frequent visitor, friend of the show, Alex. I mean, he does a lot of linguistic type analysis. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, but I wouldn't call that necessarily linguistic anthropology. I agree. I would not. Um, do you, is there was there any one particular show that you thought was oh this was like this was looking back is like oh that was my favorite show mm. or like the most interesting conversation or or like oh it's too bad we only had an hour for this. Yeah. Um, I really liked the one what, two two weeks ago. Okay, where we talked about like business archaeology. Yeah, or uh, not business archaeology, anthropology, business anthropology, and educational anthropology. Um, but I also liked the one where um, Dr. Wells was on here um, with two of his colleagues um, from USF talking about the the Peace Corps program. That was pretty interesting to hear about their experiences um, as Peace Corps volunteers and then coming. On onto campus now and everything was interesting. Yeah, I got to listen to that one, um, and that that was a very interesting show. Just just for those reasons where, you know, they were they were talking about their experience with the Peace Corps and and kind of you know t- t- telling specific stories about yeah. their experience, like their gastrointestinal distress. Yeah, <laughs> and also talking about how that Peace Corps experience kind of translates or translated to their. Mm, post experience, right? Yeah, like their post career after that. Especially because neither one of them, besides Dr. Wells, was really directly trained in anthropology. Yeah, but a lot of the yeah. insights they had had like an anthropological tinge to them. Because they, they were like what engineering and public health or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So, so yeah, of course, like their their perspective was much different, but 
that, that Peace Corps experience kind of helped, um, I don't know, not, not necessarily anthropologize them, but, but kind of give them... It, ga- a, it, it changed a, their perspective. Yeah. It gave them like that kind of, uh, I guess, kind of pushed it in that direction a little bit more. Yeah. For for me, I think one of one of my favorite shows was um, the one we had with Dr. Wallman, mm. and talking about mm-hmm. the, the community archaeology over in uh, Gamble Plantation. Yeah, that was the, a good one. The Florida State Park, um, just because that that was at a time when the, a conversation in the media was about you know, uh, whether to remove or not remove confederate monuments yeah we timed that show really well yeah that was that was a good timing yeah so our producers did a good job planning that one <laughs> and and that th- so i thought that conversation was interesting because it was very timely it was very relevant and so the the state park itself is a uh, a confederate monument per se hmm. i mean not really but kind of a little bit yeah and and then the work that dr wallman and, and her team were doing as part of like the community archaeology piece was just trying to educate people as to more of the context and the history of that site mm. and including some of the stories or voices of people that may have been like excluded or intentionally left out of those of that piece of history mm-hmm. and and so that was interesting to me that was that was a very interesting show and then as well as all of like the the educational or all of our our guests that had discussions regarding education yeah. So, um, oh, Dr. Campbell mm-hmm. from University of Connecticut. Yeah. And, you know, last, last week with um, right. Dr. Fairweather. Is there a reason why the educational type things appeal to you more? Well, well, with uh, Dr. Uh, Campbell, for example, so sh- her, her research was looking at, excuse me, her research was looking at the experience of minority students in engineering. Hmm. And so... Like I was able to have like some personal reflection on that because that's how I started out as a, a undergraduate bachelor's student, you know, over at Arizona State as an, as a minority engineering student, mm. and then to hear that some of those or some of the experience that I had was was echoed or reflected in in students here at USF and today, you know, over a millennia later. Mm. <laughs> Were, it was just interesting to hear that. So, so that was interesting to me. Right. And then, as far as kind of developing some strategies, well, how can we improve those things? Um, and then, for for sure, looking at the K twelve um, stuff that we were talking about on our last show with yeah. Dr. Fairweather, and and taking a proactive approach to, you know, how can we make uh, this experience more, basically, it, it helps help students of of many different backgrounds achieve success and and to try to uh, i want to say like de-label but that i don't i don't know that's what i want to use but mm. but basically help help students find success and right and and remove any negative connotations that others would have of them or they would have of that learning experience right Be, because i just see that as i just see that as a big problem is um just n- the negativity that kind of infiltrates itself in that experience Right. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Um, trying to think of my, through all of the episodes that we had. I think there was a few 
where it was just the two of us that were pretty good, I think. Oh, yeah, those were probably the best ones, rather. <laughs> so we talked um, about, like, work, yeah. like the future of work, uh, exercise. Yeah. Um, our introduction to the show, Anthropology. Yeah. Well, and the one where we talked about cons and geek anthropology, oh, yeah, that yeah, one was yeah. pretty good. That was a fun one. And it's funny because I think we wanted to talk more about that. Yeah. But we just ran out of time. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about it today. <laughs> Continuing the yeah. discussion. I, we're doing we're doing okay. I'm not wearing my watch or anything, so I don't know what, how we're doing on time. We're, do, we're, we're doing fine. We're, we're all right. All right. So we're yeah. like 25 minutes in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, time's just like flowing. Yeah. Um, so I think... Wasn't there's was another thing we were going to talk about is like the value of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll take a quick break and come back. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play some music, and we'll be we'll be back uh, before you know it. Especially if you're listening to the recording, because it'll it'll seem like we didn't take a break at all. And we're back to Anthro Alert here on our final show, our series finale. Yep. Our season finale. The end of an era. The. <laughs> the. The end of an era. Yeah. That's it, man. All things have to come to an end. We had a good run. We, we did. Run. Um, but with that, maybe we should, let's, let's like you were asking uh, right before we went to break, what is, where, where did we find value in this experience? You know, mm. f- for ourselves, we mm-hmm. kind of discussed that a little bit. Yeah. Where did we find value for anthropology as like a, as like a thing, as a, as a discipline? Yeah. Or as a field of, of practice as a form of um as a field of study mm. right where as a career i don't know where yeah do, where, do, where do we how do we want to chop that up yeah i don't know that's a, like a loaded question like what you know what's the value um hmm i don't know i well i guess i guess for me like not not well, personally and sort of, I guess, professionally in a sense, to try to contribute to my field of study in some way um, in a positive uh, manner. I guess um, the attraction for me to this type of, to the show and this type of work is the the public aspect of it. So um, I think anthropology in particular, as far as academia and, and other I guess forms of social science go. We, I don't know. I I think we still tend to kind of stick within the walls of academia a little bit too much, um, and are maybe a little bit more tentative than other disciplines to to have a, a public image. Um, because we do do applied work, um, as you know, the department. So we do a lot of community work, and I and I think we can promote the discipline in, in that aspect, but I think doing applied work and having a public image are, are two different things, or maybe two sides of the same coin, but I think you can contribute to a public image in different ways. And so, um, and letting more than just community organizations know the type of work that we do and what we can do and what anthropology contributes to sort of larger national and global discussions of, of things that are going on. And, um, for me, I, I really liked being in the show to, to try to, I guess, do my small part in contributing to that. Um, you know, cause we are trying to appeal to, I guess, a, a broader audience, um, you know, our anthropology colleagues and friends, but also, 
you know, others that are either anthropologically inclined or have no idea what we do and just curious, um, or think that we're Indiana Jones and want to hear about all our adventures, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I guess this show, I think, added value to our discipline is kind of pushing that pushing our public image a little bit more even though we're just grad students i don't know how much of a footprint we'll have but there are several of these radio stations and i think that together we can kind of contribute um to that yeah because the assumption is that somebody is listening yeah you even if it's just like our mom right Right. well yeah that's one more person one more person um but if you want to join the conversation today you know your last chance really to to chat with us live uh 813 Nine seven four nine two eight five. That's a call-in number for uh, Bulls Radio, and um, yeah. So anyway, so again, eight one three nine seven four nine two eight five. All right. Um, yeah, and join the conversation and let us know. Yeah, and if you hear these recordings on our website, call the station anyway. <laughs> Ask them where we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just you know, just yeah. ask. Just, just call. See how they're doing. Yeah, you know, they're, they're doing all right, I bet. Leave us a comment on the website if oh, you yeah. would like to interact with us. Um, we potentially will still have a, a Twitter at that point, yeah. perhaps. You know, um, you know, send us a tweet, see what we're up to. Because we have a lot of podcast episodes we got to push out. Yes. Yep. Um, and, and so, again, so with the assumption that somebody's listening, the, the idea is that we, we do help facilitate the conversation with an anthropological perspective. Yeah. So if it comes to, for example, going back to like, well, what about these Confederate monuments? I mean, just having some conversation about that mm. with with the anthropological perspective, which mm-hmm. is I, I kind of look at that as like holistic and it's complicated and there's a lot of different things to consider. Yeah. That's I mean, that's the uh, that's the idea. Mm. And, and also having people who, who come on the show and talk about their research. It's it's one thing. And I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Like it's one thing to write in a journal. Yeah, and because you 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 can fall into the trap of writing for the journal, mm. like your writing style be, maybe it just becomes too academic, it becomes too. It 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 becomes maybe harder to read and understand. Yeah, and and you lose some of the clarity. Um, but but being on here, I mean, we 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 kind of f- force or we focus or we encourage our guests. Uh, just break things down a little simpler, and mm. and just because we only have so much time, you know, be can you be more direct in what you're trying to say? Right. And I think that is an exercise that is helpful. Yeah, I think it is. Sometimes I think when people write for journals, they're just like, "How can I make this the least understandable?" From I'm speaking from experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What language can I use to make this the least understandable to everyone? Yeah, I, I, I need the average syllable count of this sentence to be 12 <laughs> per word, 12 syllables per word. If, if I, um, yeah, if you can understand what I wrote, I failed. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of one of the, the contributions that I see or one of the values of, of yeah. this, this type of endeavor. Mm. I might get into fancy words there. Right. This, this type of uh, application of anthropology is just to let's just make things a little simpler and let's Let's for, let's push anthropology into the conversation and let's let's see what happens. I think that's a skill, though, you know, because I mean, you talk about you know, uh, several of the 
uh, forensics and bio arc people have talked about um, being like experts on the stand and things like that oh, for like, like, like forensics forensics yeah. and, and things like that and so I mean even in that instance you have to be able to break down really complex information understandably to people that have you know no perhaps no prior experience in what you're an expert in right that's why you're the expert yeah. and so you have to be able to break that down understandably and even if you're just maybe you're like on the news for something or you get interviewed for something or you come on a radio show you know whatever it may be i think it's a skill to be able to understandably you know break or convey meaning um in those in those situations yeah no no it is and um so yeah, I, I yeah, definitely think that's part of. Um, so I would agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's part of it, right? Yeah. Um. And like potentially, there's other ways to to do that. Mm. Like you can have something like this as like a a class project. Yeah. Or 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 a, a dip, like every like every university somewhere that needs some sort of public relations type thing. You know, just get your people out there. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know. Right. Because you're really, you're able to, you're, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. You're you're able to get get out there and have some conversations. Yeah, and and I think ultimately, especially in perhaps the times that we're at now, where, where conversations are hard to come by. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, I never answer my phone. <laughs> if it's not a number I recognize, I do not. Yeah. Um, but if you're calling us right now, 813-974-9285, we'll pick up. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll have to screen you off the air first to make sure we don't have to get that dump button ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you make a good point with the public relations, though. Like, you have to, I guess, actively try to create that that image. But And hopefully we contributed to that in some way in the, the workshop that we did. Hopefully, you know, other graduate students that came to that will try to start something like this at their university. Um, and ho- so hopefully we kind of sparked some interests there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very hopeful there. Very hopeful. Um, as well as the, the journal article that we wrote right, that we were joking about earlier. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. So let's take a, let's take a short break. Mm. Again, we'll play a piece of a song. Okay. We'll screen all the calls and make sure that we're just not getting solicitations for insurance. <laughs> and, uh, we'll be, we'll be right back. And we're back here on USF Bulls Radio, 89.7 HD3, Tampa, 1620 AM on campus and streaming worldwide, live and on the scene at, um, on the TuneIn app, I forgot where we're at, TuneIn.com, TuneIn app, BullsRadio.org, AnthroAlert.com, everywhere yep. today, yeah. though. We're all over. Yeah. Um, all right, so next thing that we should maybe ask ourselves with, with a critical eye is to say, uh, what could we have done better? What would we have liked to have done that we didn't get to do? Yeah. Um, what would you What would you say? Well, well, for me, I think the the big thing that that would have immediately just improved our whole experience. Uh, and this is like you know best case scenario, ideal world where resources and everything we have access to everything. Right. Would be to have have been um, gotten better. Excuse me. Better podcast hosting up front. So that so we can get get it up on iTunes right away, yeah, or um, wherever podcasts are found, yeah. Because uh, I think that would have been better. Because it's 
I don't know. Sometimes I think the, our stream is is kind of hard to get to, mm-hmm. as, or as far as um, you know, if the, the is the app working properly, you know, is the web is the website working well on the computer? Yeah, because um, I know that's some things that I've heard from others. So I you know I tried to listen live, but it just didn't work. Hmm. So I don't know. That could be it. It's, yeah. it's, as far as one of the things I would have liked was to have um, more robust podcast hosting because podcasts that's the future <laughs> podcasts yeah that's the future that's been uh, now for a couple years now yeah i mean i listen to podcasts occasionally but i know a lot of people that habitually listen to to podcasts and that's like their main form of consuming media yeah i listen to a bunch mm. i mostly listen to um podcasts on like how to cook steaks oh okay that's like i have like like eight different podcast steak descriptions wow that's a lot of different podcasts on steak yeah Mm -hmm. they're they're out there you just gotta look for them yeah i'm sure i mean you know there's um there's a lot you know like grilled steak baked steak um yeah pan seared steak so it's it's it's, uh it's exponential really (laughs) is what it is but but um yeah that would have been my that would have been one of my wish wish we could have wish we would have type things yeah i think that would have made some things easier or maybe just even having like one person that was sort of our social media director and kind of kept track of the website and maybe helped like editing and things like that and kind of kept track of all of that because sometimes it's hard to do everything yeah because because you also got to think like uh like spencer you're like a graduate student right yeah, I am. So you have like a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> you, you have all these classes that you have to do things for, and you have a graduate assistantship that you have to do things for. Yep. And you have to, you know, get get your future plans in order. Yep. And you need to, um, you know, get your thesis all written up and everything. Yeah. Time you know, becomes a hot commodity. All that's yeah. All that stuff takes time. Yeah. And this this anthro alert stuff, man, it doesn't pay the bills. No, we do that. We do this out of pure interest and the loving goodness of our hearts. Yeah, but if you're looking to sponsor the podcast, hey, you know, let us know on anthroalert.com. <laughs> It'll be about sixty or a hundred dollars yeah. right, for a year. And um, anyway, I digress. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, like, it's it, it, yeah to have somebody that would have been kind of dedicated to doing some of the the social media online presence marketing yeah yeah that would have been very helpful because i know myself i try to keep up with the the facebook and you know i guess tweeting out regularly and i failed miserably as (laughs) people that follow the show probably know um it became pretty dispersed but i think that's just because personally i just don't use social media very much or like i use it and like i consume it but don't any produce anything myself like i don't ever message on Facebook, like update on facebook or i don't know my life's just not that interesting i just don't have things to share yeah, on we, the internet yeah, i guess n- I n- neither of us are what we would what people would call uh social media influencers yeah right nothing not that we're all. nothing we're doing online is influencing anybody to do anything no except maybe except maybe rethink their anthropology <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah no anthropology is great really yeah um that's really a joke <laughs> but but yeah, because like, cause we were trying to do the Twitter, right? We're trying to yeah. do the, the Facebook. We're trying yeah. to do the YouTube. 
the the Tumblr, really just to kind of try and get the podcast out there. And uh, so having somebody that did like our marketing and social media would have been fantastic. Yeah, and and the Bulls radio team helped a little bit where they kind of retweeted some of our stuff. Yeah, I did see that er, early on. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, I don't think I've seen that recently, but um, I mean you know they're 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 still very helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean they put the lights up here. That's true, and they provide us with this space. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a great space. Yeah, I mean, if you can hear me clearly, it's because the mic here is high quality. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, very high quality stuff. Yeah. So I guess, like, if we were not not to end the show, yeah, you know, how do you think we do? You think we would can change things? Like, how do you think we would continue? Oh, um, well, I think we c- we kind of started to do it a little bit towards the end. Is you know, let's. Let's reach out and see what anthropologists uh, around the country are doing. Yeah, I did like that we started to do that. Um, that was neat. And, uh, you know, the, the call quality for all of these were not the best call quality. That's, yeah, sometimes just, we had connection problems, but that's just how it is. It's right? just, uh, yeah, it's really, I think, just an issue with uh, our, our um, this, the mobile phone providers. Yeah. You know? We're in a digital age where good, good call quality is hard to get now. Mm. It used to be very good in the old days, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we had landlines. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I do remember that. Now my grandma sells a landline. Really? Yep. She saw a dial-up for like a really long time. <laughs> oh wow! I bet it's like a digital phone, though. No, I mean it's like straight up on the wall, like a <laughs> landline. Yeah, okay. it's been there since like my grandpa built the house. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know how much she uses it, but like she, I mean, she has like a newer phone, so I don't think that one gets used. Yeah. But it's still there. Okay. I mean, like she has, a, like, one of those wireless ones where you can, like, put it on the stand and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are convenient. Yeah. Those are convenient. Um, but, to, but to answer your question, yeah, I think to, that to have um, to focused and looked at a little more anthropologists outside of USF, mm. maybe we could have gotten a little more interest. Yeah. Um, and we did pretty well as far as getting people interested. Yeah, I think so. Um, we've got you know tons of listens on on Tumblr, uh, a couple of views on on uh, YouTube. Mm. Um, as far as like like compared to like the YouTube heavy hitters, you know they're in the millions and billions of views. But yeah, we're like not even. We're we're in the the hundreds. Okay. So yeah, we do all right. Yeah, I think, and I mean, hopefully, you know, as we get all of the episodes on yeah. there, we'll see how things things go. Yeah, because we've got like at, at at the time that we're today. Um, so when you're getting the podcast version of this or so this will be the last one so they would have all been up by now that's true but as of as of today we got about 22 or 23 of them up mm. and so there's another ooh, I don't know, 20 or 30 to go yeah well it's a lot of work man it's gonna yeah <laughs> we might have to recruit some some help i but i don't know anybody no i don't know yeah friends would be nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, so, <laughs> so as, far, as far as as those things, um, I I think that t- having or wanting to have continued the show is just you know just just talking to more a diverse set of anthropologists. Yeah, because because anthropology is very here at USF is it's it's its own thing, you know. Yeah, and and each I think each university each each place that people are trained as anthropologists it 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 creates a different type of person. Yeah, and um, not to say that one's better or worse, but there's a lot of diversity out there, mm-hmm. and we could we could uh, gotten some more insight as far as that goes. Yeah, I think what would have been interesting to do if we were going to um, continue moving forward would to maybe um, 
because at some point we're not going to have the space. So transitioning it into like a, a web series, maybe where we could talk via internet chatting tools like video chat and things and have it as like maybe a web series where we interviewed um, and made it like a web podcast like that Yeah, would be, I think that would be interesting um, moving forward. Um, um, all right. Well, let's, that's, that's a good insight. And I, it won't come to fruition. Yeah, it, won't, it won't come. Not today anyway. Not today. Maybe, maybe but tomorrow. Maybe in the future. Who knows? Um, all right. We're going to take a short music break. We'll be, we'll be right back. So uh, keep it locked on Bulls Radio. And welcome back to Bulls Radio. This is Anthro Alert. You're listening uh, on WUSF 89.7 HD3 Tampa, 1620 AM. You know the deal. Um, so uh, we actually had somebody join us, join us, our, our uh, longtime friend of the show. Uh, Alex is here. Hello, everybody. Hi. Right, so, uh, thanks for joining us on our last couple minutes <laughs> <laughs> of uh, the the entire series, the entire run of Anthro Alert here on Bulls Radio. Yeah. So we're we're wrapping it up. So we've just been talking about the value that we think the show contributed to anthropology as a discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, what the show meant to us, sort of what the what value we got out of it personally. I mean, you've been on quite a few episodes. What did you think of the show? Actually, I want to ask you two. Do you think I'm going to just completely? Uh, You're going to avoid that. Yes, okay. That question. All right. Uh, um, I was wondering, do you two feel like having done this that in the future, as you go about, you, since neither of you are, you're both getting terminal. You're both getting your masters, right? Correct. And you. Well, I mean, I haven't. You know, hopefully. Right. <laughs> Any day now. Yeah, that's you'll the be plan. Getting in the mail. Um, and you tend to go work in, in uh, disciplines that aren't necessarily anthropologically centered, yeah. correct? Do you feel that doing the show has sharpened your ability to be an advocate for anthropology in your new environments, like you going to be a uh, medic? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you now have a, a series of things that you can communicate more clearly to people? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, well, I think just my anthropological education in general has set me up for working in a non-anthropological field, I guess, mm-hmm. as far as like sort of like understanding the environment around me and like breaking down larger questions and, and things like that. But um, I think this show, yeah, in particular has boosted my ability to say what anthropology is and what it does and what it can contribute and the variety of different things that we can be a part of. And like how how we can contribute to those types of things, especially since we've talked so much about like interdisciplinarity and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like the whole point, too, because like what's the point of like doing anthropology like for like your fellow anthropologists? Right. Yeah. I mean, you you really you got to integrate with the engineers. You got to integrate with the public health folk. You got to integrate with all manner of different um, disciplines and people and teams that are that are trying to do things because that's the whole point. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things I liked about this program is that that was um, emphasized as a as a desired goal or a desired outcome. Mm. And and um, yeah. What about you, Randy? Do you think this show has set you up for working in a non-anthropologically focused field? Well, well, I'd like to get into stand-up. You know, doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And so, uh, 
So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I practiced some of my jokes here, and, and, uh, yeah. and most of the time nobody laughed at them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so You've so. built up your public persona here, though. Pretty, pretty small sample, though. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think I need to rethink that. Uh, yeah. Alternatively, you know, I saw a, a posting um, at, at, I saw a posting at CVS for a user experience designer. Mm. So I might look into that. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. User at CVS? CVS. CV? C, as in the pharmacy? Okay, C- CVS. CVS. Okay. So that's like like a is that like a headquarters type position or is it like uh, is it like for like a specific CVS or is it for like oh it's for their app design oh okay yeah their cool. mo- their mobile application so that would be it, interesting yeah it's actually I've noticed there's a number of career jobs just blowing up right now that have to do with design anthropology which is funny because it's not talked about at all the program but like I've seen posts from Twitter Facebook Snapchat. Microsoft, um, you know, you're saying CVS, where they're looking for these kind of design uh, user experiences to help design and improve the quality of their products. When I was an undergrad, um, there was a PhD student that was graduating that same year, and he he went out to California for a job like that yeah. design. Yeah, Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. And some and some programs are very good at that. Yeah. I went to a Texas Applied Anthropology conference uh, over at Texas Southern or Texas State University over in San Marcos, close yeah. to Austin. Mm-hmm. And the uh, that program had several people going into user experience, yeah. UX, as well as over at North Texas, up in uh, up near Dallas. Hmm. So Texas, uh, very interested in dis- in user yeah. experience, apparently. Yeah. yeah, and there's a need for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as being kind of prepared for that, yeah, I think I think so. I th- because I think I think just to have just to just to be the voice in the room that says, well, you know, did you think about this other thing? Or how do we even start to ask questions about that? Like, who do we need to talk to if we want to address, um, you know, these yeah. other these other issues that maybe are important, but you know, nobody here is, is really qualified to think about. Mm. And, and just facilitating that type of, or incur- at least encouraging the dialogue. I don't know. It was it was interesting. I was just from the. I just gave a presentation to an engineering group, and. One of the people I was discussing the the ethnography as a method for helping understand a, a technical system, and the inductive pr- approach of just saying, "Well, you know, don't go in with any assumptions and start just asking people what they do and why they do it and stuff like that." And that was it, it was like a clear struggle on his face, and we had to like talk about it for a few minutes because he's kind of like, "What do you mean?" And you don't go in with preconceived ideas of what people should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Just to say, "Well, wh- why do you like it? Why do you use it? How do you use it?" and 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 it's kind of amazing how many different experiences we can have on one product based on hmm. kind of our yeah context. I mean, I guess that goes with like your training, right? I mean, an engineer, like all of their notions are going right, to be preconceived, right? Reduce the complexity, make things yeah manageable, right? And so you're just adding that, yeah. And then you balloon it up, and then they pop it back down, and you balloon it right. So it's that back and forth, yeah, right? yeah. And, and and I think the anthropologist is is a good person to have to help facilitate that. Mm-hmm. I think so. Your, your original question of what have I gotten out of coming to the show? I think that's been it for me. Or it's been nice to see the diversity of ways anthropologists engaged in so many different things. It's like, well, if you want to treat addiction a certain way, you do an anthropology. If you want to work in development a certain way, you do archaeology or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so you. I think it's you're right. It's just it's, it's probably just better to have an anthropology in the an anthropologist in the room than not. That would be my, 
anyone who's like, what do you do? It doesn't matter. Just get one and put them in the room with you. Get <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll figure yeah. something out, and they'll figure Just, out something useful for you to, to be more descriptive of, a, of reality. And, and that's probably sure, why yeah. many anthropologists end up going into consulting, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I get I get mind blown. Like, I didn't plan on going into engineering wastewater systems, and the complexity and everything around it gets gets more and more interesting as I get into it. Not less. I thought it would just be like your initial. If I go, oh, I do infrastructure, then everyone's like, well, what's it have to do with people? And it's like, well, mm. I can actually tell you quite a lot now what it has to do with people. Right, it has everything to do with people. Yeah, so it's kind of it's cool. Hmm. That's really interesting. But I mean, that's also kind of like I feel like as an anthropologist, you need sort of like a a sub discipline of like what you mm-hmm. do right you can't just be like i'm an anthropologist it has to be kind of like well where do you fit you're a, like a along naked, naked hermit crab without your shell yeah exactly so you need like you know well i'm an anthropologist but i study like infrastructure yeah like, i do wastewater systems i do you know x y or z systems. or you know yeah, yeah exactly fitness so, yeah so, so yeah. you're saying it's one thing to be an anthropologist and another thing to be an anthropologist with a skill set or with a, a, yeah. a, a way to apply Because I, I still think that anthropology is like, yeah, we have our own specific methods, but to me it's always just like a way of thinking, a way of learning how to analyze things, to ask the right questions. And so being an anthropologist, you need like certain skills. Just like an anthropologist that wants to start their own business, you need to know how to run a business, right? Or like if you're an anthropologist and you're working with engineers, you need to start learning about what engineering is and what they do and things like that. So like... I think being able to think like an anthropologist is different than like having specific skills. Okay, but I could be wrong. I don't know. That's no, just how I, I view I anthropology. Totally agree. And I think what I like is that it's kind of an emergent process. It's like you said, you just see what's going on around me. So even when you work with someone, you might work with a medical team, and so you have to understand how they see the world. But you're mm-hmm. also aware that other people don't see the world that way. Exactly. Versus if you're maybe uh, from another social science discipline that actually tries to reduce world to some characteristic like psychology is just about the individual or right. just about economics or whatever and so we're trying to just understand the situation right so to put it in a box yeah put it in, so tidy cool. it up speaking of boxes uh waffles what about waffles i mean yeah. i'm a fan okay yeah. <laughs> i like them when they're yeah, yeah. To me. that works yeah. for me yeah yeah okay uh, interesting segue but yeah, yeah. fan. do you want a waffle i'm a little hungry right now yeah <laughs> i had waffles this morning actually really yeah I do. Make, you make them yourself yeah i do like from scratch? Well, I mean, not f- from, like, I don't make the mix. I mean, I make the mixture, but it's a pre-mixed thing. Oh, okay, but you pour it into, like, a waffle pan, a waffle iron? Yeah, I mean, I have the mix and wow, I love add, add, like, the eggs and everything. And Oh, wow. Yeah. For everyone that can't see, he his face looks just as surprised as his voice sounds running over here. You yeah. mean you cook? Yeah. Like, you don't, it's not like a Lego <laughs> My Ego from what's the it, freezer? Just, How do yeah, you do, do. that? I mean, because it's 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 a it's a commitment, it's an investment. You've been yeah, a college student for a while now. Is, the the thing me. is, okay, <laughs> like a waffle iron, a waffle pan. That's like like what else are you going to use it for other than waffles? Oh, I don't have a waffle pan. I do it in a skillet. So I, I most of the time they're pancakes. <laughs> 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 but so in you, this case, they were waffles. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But how does it look like a yeah, waffle? Like a waffle. Pan. The whole point of the waffle is to look to look yeah. all boxy. Yeah. Well, I so you know had either. pancakes this morning. <laughs> Same you thing. Had pancakes. <laughs> okay. In my mind, they were waffles. <laughs> it was a waffle mix, but you just made a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, that's that's fine. They were still delicious, yeah, though. Bet, so you, you do you. Yeah. They were still good. Because really, they're like the same thing. Honestly, yeah, I, mean, I, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, but one has little squares you can fill with syrup one at a time. That's true. If I didn't live in such like a shoebox type apartment, then I would have a waffle iron, but. Who has space for that? Not this guy. No. 
Mm-hmm. But they're they're a nice luxury to have, though. They really are. You know, you throw some pecans on there. Ooh. Look at this. Mm. I'm, I'm hungry. Well, yeah, he's got to go out to eat after yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's saying. Um, that was a sharp turn in the conversation, right, though. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, Classic but, anthro alert. But, yeah, right. but, th- but thinking about, you know, where did waffles tr- come from? <laughs> you know, where is it, who domesticated the first waffle? But, but getting back to like the anthropology of it is uh, is to really, uh, again, like what's what's the human aspect of this, right? Yeah, just in general. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about anthropology. I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of that's our jam, right? Yeah. Like, where do, where are people involved, and in, you know how 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 are they involved? Where where do they get mixed up in all of this? Yeah. And our, and, and thinking about how we think, I think that's probably been the thing that's been the most. It's a little. Um, I don't know how you guys felt going into it. It's a little scary because you start to realize, like, it's a little like uh, Wizard of Oz, but no one's behind the curtain. You start looking <laughs> yeah. at any particular thought process, yeah, and you go, "Well, where did that thought process come from? What context did it emerge in? Why did it carry over and last?" And so you start to see like this kind of social fabrication of reality, and so you get it's it's cool. It's a cool tool because then you can go, "Oh, well, like you said earlier, like well, of course they don't like inductive. They're engineers. They've been trained to do a certain way." And so mm. you you acknowledged already that they have a specific epistemology and a discipline yeah. that gears them to think about things in a certain way. Yeah, and you were instantly able to acknowledge that be, from kind of anthropology training and you could see why oh well a bottom-up anthropologist that could be a conflict so it's that ability to kind of empathize and, and imagine where knowledge comes from i think is it's cool i think it's a cool it's the coolest gift of anthropology so yeah. so then is that a part of the anthropological training or is that something that's already embedded within the people who seek out that type of training well that's a chicken and the egg um, yeah. I have to. Well, I, I, from my experience, the training uh, promotes it because it's anthropology is a science, and so there is kind of a systematic uh, way of showing how your uh, where you generate your knowledge from leads to certain conclusions, and that you can just show that look, this knowledge came from here, and they came to this conclusion. Look, this knowledge came from here, and they came from a different conclusion. Yeah. So we've kind of systematically shown that. So even if I think you saw that, and it's certainly something that you could be capable of doing, even if you weren't an anthropologist. Mm, yeah. But I definitely yeah. think the training has made it so I'm more, I can defend why I see that that way and I can articulate it better. Or what you said earlier is see the big questions and take them apart a little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think without my anthropology anthropological training that I would necessarily think the same way that I do now. Hmm. Like I don't, I don't know if like I don't know maybe I would to a certain degree because like I don't know like subconsciously what attracted me to anthropology or kept me kept me in so like maybe it did and then just kind of like anthropologists facilitated what i was already kind of thinking about but yeah that no that's that's a good observation because i I think i would say the same thing is true for myself yeah we're we're thinking back to like my worldview and my perspective on on people and culture and human variation and yeah and just the way the world works was probably very different yeah, I mean, uh, when I was 18 and took my fir- or you know, 19 and took my first anthropology class, I'm sure the way that I think about the world then is substantially different than how yeah. I think about it now. Uh, yeah, and and part of that for sure is just going to be the matter of the difference in age, right? Yeah, in, in experience, yeah. Mm. right? But exactly. but but like Alex was was saying, the the structured the epistemology of it. I think I used that word right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the the learning process or the the learning mm-hmm. aspect to it yeah. is structured in such a way that that it kind of forces these these um, self reflective conversations that help kind of reveal maybe biases and 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 it, it's interesting because yeah. it, it 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 gears itself I think it's gonna, I think it's one of the reasons it's going to be very useful going forward there's this kind of I think 
globally now that we're moving into a point where there's going to be a competition to compete. Everything becomes more interconnected, and we need to rely on each other. And so some of the old ways of domineering and being right or wrong I think will die out. And I think anthropology, by its nature, looks for consensus because, like you said, picking apart epistemology is the first thing you do, at least I did when I joined the program, was to understand where the history of anthropological thought comes from. Mm-hmm. And why we why we think that the ways we think we do now, and so it wasn't just to disprove to say sociology is wrong or economics is wrong or engineering mm-hmm. or, or whatever is wrong. It's to say that like they, they all come from some place in time, and we need to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And so it it's not a um, although it is a very critical, it's not um, competitive. Yeah, um, discipline. Yeah. It's a very cooperative discipline. Yeah, think, albeit critical. So mm-hmm. so like the analogy that I like to use, um, kind of thinking it along the same line is. Um, Win-win versus win-lose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so anthropology is very win-win, um, it, whereas other approaches can be win-lose. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's kind of easy because, like you said, we're uh, we're a little naked without our, without someone else to hold to go with us. So it's not like a discipline that can prove someone else wrong. It's that's not, true. It, it, all it can do is augment one that already exists. Yeah. Right. We're, well, because we kind of so we kind of like pull from everything else to draw our conclusions maybe. anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're, we're like an add-on or a modifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So interesting. So if somebody were playing like Dungeons and Dragons or something, we'll, we're we're just we're just uh we're just a modifier. Right. We're not a main character. No. <laughs> well, we just give you a, a strength boost or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There was a PhD student that actually studied Dungeons and Dragons oh, really? groups. Yeah. Here or no, it was somewhere in um, somewhere in Texas. He studied like space and place as it relates to people doing role playing games. <coughs> and anthropologist, yeah, I think, or a sociologist. But he was part of an anthropological group. Um, uh, it's a website. It's called like Geek Anthropology. They do like cons and oh, science yeah, fiction yeah, and he, fantasy yeah. and things like that. So it's really interesting. I read wh- about it sometimes. when we when we were talking about the uh, or when we did our episode on the the Comic Con, the Comic Convention. Yeah, uh, that you brought them up. Yeah, you brought up this yeah. this website. So. But it's really interesting because like there's uh, there's really a lot to unpack in Dungeons and Dragons that I didn't think about before as just like a player. But like anthropologically, there's a lot there. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only played once. And um, it's hard to get into something one time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, but I get the idea of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, just a little it's an interesting bit there for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I agree. But, yeah, I don't know. I think we should. I think we have to start winding down the show now. Yeah, because we got the, the, the 3 o'clock show. They're probably banging at the door trying to get in. Oh, there's, yeah. a, there's an hour after this? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I think <laughs> probably technically we have our two hours. But yeah. I, we'll, just, we'll just wind down. All right. Well, um, all right. Closing closing thoughts for um, for for you, Spencer. Um, I think we have some pre-recorded closing thoughts, so okay. I'll probably oh, I'll probably sorry. defer to those. Right. We'll put those on there. But uh, just generally, thanks for everyone who's been listening, who's listening now or has <laughs> listened in the past. <laughs> yeah. um, so thanks Renee's for those. mom. Yeah, thanks. Renee's mom, my mom. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, much love. Um, and I mean, just, uh, anyone who's been on the show as a guest host or as a, as a guest themselves, thank you for that, uh, volunteering your time and making the show possible. Um, if we didn't have anyone to interview, probably be less of a enjoyable experience for listeners. I don't, I don't know, man, because, you know, so some of our best shows were, yeah, we, we killed it a few times. <laughs> we did. Um, but yeah, just generally thanks for supporting the show. We appreciate it. Um, it's been fun for me personally, and so I hope you guys 
enjoyed and um, learned something. Yeah, we're totally going to hug after this. <laughs> uh, Alex, I don't know if you, you know, you've been on a couple times. I don't know if you have any. I just gotta, you guys just let me kind of walk in and join, so I just got to say thank you to you two really more than mm-hmm. anything because uh, I had uh, no business being here and you let me be here even when I'm late, so I just kind of, yeah, well. it's been awesome for me. All right, well, I hope you I hope you got some, some something out of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll echo that, and I'll just say you know, I'm just very appreciative of you know all the all the the structures that made this possible, and and uh, to be able to be here in a, a very nice studio mm. with uh, the noisiest chairs on the planet. <laughs> These chairs are yeah, terrible. they could really use some WD forty. Just you know, squeaky. yeah, just give everybody stools instead. You know? I don't know. <laughs> Um, and, uh, <laughs> but, but to be, to be here at USF and to further enrich my learning of anthropology and kind of, kind of practicing those skills of communicating and communication and listening and, and I mean, all that stuff that was just very helpful, helpful for me. And so really just thankful for every single person that came on as a guest and for Spencer as is really doing a, a a great deal of the work for a great deal of the time. I'm very very thankful and appreciative of that, and uh, and the department for being supportive of this in in, mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. the best way that they could. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So that, I guess that's it, right? Yep, that's a wrap. All right. Well, so this was uh, Anthro Alert on Bulls Radio, and for the last time, uh, you're listening to WUSF 89.7 HD3 Tampa, 16:20 a.m. on campus. It's streaming worldwide at TuneIn.com and on the TuneIn app. Uh, be sure to keep it locked on Bulls Radio where we have all the best shows um, from Student for Student Radio, all the best shows and all the best music. Um, you know, we're we're live all the time, so uh, check us out. And then, uh, you know, be sure to visit AnthroAlert.com, you know. Relive your favorite AnthroAlert <laughs> moments. <laughs> um, you know, because they're, they're up there. So uh, until, until next time. <laughs>